Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. You guys just caught me in the middle of a fantasy. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. Today we're talking about fantasies. Yeah, we are. And what a fun topic, right? Because most of the time, fantasies are in our heads and in our bodies, and we don't talk about them. No siree. Why would we do that? It's embarrassing. But we're going to delve into that today. And before we dive right into that, I just want to let you guys know that I have a program that I've got available that's 21 Days of Sexual Magicism. It actually invites you to many different um, ways of receiving your life, creating a bigger, more expansive life, whether that's increasing your health or your money inflows, tapping into your magic. It is uh, an amazing course. I love facilitating this particular class, and I'm going to have it available uh, in a format where you can watch and learn um, learn with it at any time you like. There's going to be course materials available, videos available. Um, watch and learn at your own pace, so you can take that 21 days and spread that over six months if you want, or just do it over the 21 days. And there's also going to be um, some live calls that you'll be able to access once you are part of that course. You'll be able to access um, different live calls where I'll be facilitating uh, groups of people. And that, that for me is so much fun and joy. Um, I will have that probably up and ready for September or October. I am just in the midst of getting myself certified as a sex and intimacy coach. And so I'd like to finish up all of that so I have even more tools to add to that toolbox for the sexual magicism class for you guys. And I'm so excited to have so, so many different um, different things to draw from, different modalities and different uh, types of work that I can draw from, that I can bring to the table to really tap into to, uh, different approaches. It's not everybody can do everything the same way. Not everybody will be able to meditate and be quiet. Not everybody can um, just visualize like in a half a second, right? So this really is to be able to get you to um, develop these skills and to also use them and use your sexual energy to create your life, which is so freaking fun. Can you just imagine that your body just every time that you are um, orgasmic or bringing the energies, orgasmic energies up, and that's not the same as climax, but every time you're tapping in those um, orgasmic energies that your body is filling with all the things you desire and that we are pulling with our entire bodies 
and having the universal energies connecting with us and then having those actualize in our lives. Isn't that, ah, that's fun. That just excites me talking about it. I hope it excites you guys too, and I hope that um, you are excited to join me when that is available. So look for that. That should be available for September 2019, uh, by the end of September 2019. So you'll be able to get that from my website, and it'll be all over social media. So follow me. Follow me now for some enticing, inviting invitations into that uh, so you can keep informed when that's occurring. And you can follow me on The Pleasure Zone on uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. It'll be on there. You can follow me as a person, just as myself as well, Melitza Jelinek on both Instagram and Facebook. You'll also find it on LinkedIn under uh, Melitza Jelinek. And you'll be able to get it on Pinterest as well. All the social media outlets and pretty much on all of them. And that uh, that'll be just so much fun. Aside from that, we're going to be talking about fantasies. And fantasies today, I think, have changed a lot. (laughs) I noticed that a lot of things about sex and play, as much as there are some fundamentals, because, you know, we have the parts that go together in certain ways, there are some fundamentals that are pretty much staples throughout history. Um, There are some things that are changing about them. There are some things that are changing about the way we think about them, right? So fantasies now are, you know, so much probably more sophisticated uh, than they were even, um, say, 100 years ago. I think if I'm, – I'm just guessing, but if I'm, like, tapping into, you know, the fantasies of my ancestors, I think the fantasies would be – the fantasy of touching and kissing and maybe some naked fun play with people. But I don't know if their fantasies would go as far as to like have like deep dark fantasies of live being in live sex shows or, you know, um having sex in public. I mean there were voyeurs and exhibitionists for uh ever. Uh, they just weren't identified with those names until you know the last probably couple hundred years, but I don't know that it was something that people either talked about or openly discussed their fantasies. And we're not not here today to get you to like divulge all of your fantasies to everybody and anybody. I'm here to get you to um, see what what else our fantasies can do for us and what are they and what are some common fantasies that are out there? Um, What are your fantasies? And if, you know, if your fantasies are something that you would like to talk about um, but you feel shy about talking to them, your partner or your friend, by all means, uh, give me a shout. You can find uh, my information. You can give me a call and set up an appointment. You can message me through uh, my my uh, my website or through different social media outlets. You can private message me. And we can set up a time. I will give you 15 minutes of my time, and we can talk about um, the fantasies that you are having um, having issue discussing. Uh, again, you do need to set up an appointment with me, so it's not about just randomly calling me on Facebook. I will not answer unless you have an appointment with me. So, 
you can absolutely connect and we can create that, but message me first. That would be the best way to go. And a lot of times um, I've met, a lot of times I've met a lot of um, men in particular who have a shyness about talking about their fantasies. Somewhere along the lines, and women in general don't talk about their fantasies at all, but men, um, I had this strange, interesting point of view that men do talk about their fantasies because I thought they did because of movies that kind of would show that or uh, pornography. You know, I thought they would be more comfortable because I figure most men watch pornography, but it's not true. It's it's not the case that men are more comfortable talking about fantasies more so than women. And it's also something that is quite hard for men. Um, if, well, at least the men that have uh, had these conversations with me. So a few years ago, I was working with someone. And he was he had actually come because he was recommended by one of his uh, siblings. And the sibling had mentioned that she was just concerned for him. She felt that he had had some trauma in his life that he hadn't resolved. And so she had sent him to resolve some trauma. When it really came down to it was that he had been harboring um, a secret fantasy of his since he was fairly young. And the fantasy was actually about having threesomes, which by all means is a very, very common, probably one of the most common fantasies out there is having multiple partners at the same time. And he, it took him quite a while, but um, through through working with him, um, it took him quite a while in the session, which wasn't like many sessions. Actually, we busted that open within, within a two-hour frame. For me, that was a while, because I'm usually... For me, I can usually get people to just get into it pretty fast and like reveal, revelio, and stuff just flies and um, things change. And so this was a bit of a, a bit of a more um, tiptoeing situation. And through some through some uh, observations, I just asked him uh, some questions, and it did come out that it really was about threesomes for him. And I suggested that just for fun, why not let your partner know that you have a fantasy about this? It's not about that she needs to fulfill it. It's not about that you need to fulfill it. But just let her know that this is something that you desire at some point in your life before you die. And this was about, he was dating this woman. It was a few months uh, before uh, he got engaged to her, actually. So... Uh, he did say that he had gone home. He actually wrote to me after the fact, and he did say he went uh, home, and he did tell his girlfriend at the time about the fantasy, and she was fine with it. Uh, Not that she was going to engage in it or whatever, but she knows the deal, that that's something that he would like before he dies. And, um, yeah, shortly after they got engaged, and then they got married, and who knows what they're up to now. Um, But he was actually really sweet about it. He had recommended to me... he actually had recommended to me that I start working with couples so that they can become hedonists. And I thought that was really cool. It was a really cool idea that he sparked in my universe. So I'm very grateful for him for that. And I'm very grateful for him that he was willing to um, 
let me know about his fantasies. So one of the purposes of fantasies is to keep us in in a dream world, right? So it's to keep us in a place where we do not create a reality, but that we have an energy running in our mind that constantly has us thinking about something else. So one of the purposes of fantasies is to get us to disconnect from being present. And so sometimes fantasies will pull us right out of where we are, and that's not a wrong thing. We make it wrong, but sometimes it's a survival mechanism. So fantasies can also be very much like part of a survival mechanism. And I I think, yeah, this, yeah, I might talk about that right now. So when we talk about fantasies as a survival mechanism, um, people have used fantasies in a way where they've created a sub, um, sub-personality, sub-characteristics, sub-realities to their life that they tap into as a way to step away from whatever is going on in their life that they don't enjoy, whether there's been a trauma or there might have been um, some kind of stressor that had them pull away from their reality. So traumas like, you know, things like that could be like sexual abuse, there could have been war, there could have been famine, there could have been of just feeling destitute financially. So fantasies will put you into a space in your head that will have you, it's like a protective mechanism. It'll protect you from looking at the trauma that's there. And at the same time, we can, if we're willing to get really vulnerable, we can also use fantasies to break ourselves free from those traumas and to create realities in our minds um, that we can then utilize uh, and, and actualize in our lives, make them real so that they're not just floating around in our heads as concepts. Fantasies can be targets that we use to actualize something different in our life. So there's many different sort of aspects of fantasies that um, that we are going to be coming from today on this show. So stay tuned for this. I know this is going to be kind of a complex, in-depth, a bit psychological, um, but I do feel like you're going to get a lot out of this call, this particular radio show, and I'd really like you to stay tuned. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And today we're talking about fantasies. And when I say that word, I know a lot of you are thinking, oh yeah, that's what we use to get off on. (laughs) Yes, and fantasies are things that sometimes we use in our everyday lives without our hands on our crotches at all. And fantasies can be those realities that we have created to protect ourselves from what's really going on. Fantasies in a sexual way can also be used to protect us from what's really going on. I really highly encourage you to look at when you are masturbating, uh, what are some of the thoughts that are going through your mind? What are some of the things that you focus on as a way to reach climax? What are some of the things that your body really gets turned on by? And I bet you, bet you, I bet you, that those are some of the places where you're hiding from yourself some of your deepest, darkest shame stories, some of your deepest, darkest self-loathing stories, uh, your desperation stories, and the things in you where you've been a victim um, and you're still working on the parts of you that would like healing. So let's look at that from from um, from just let's look at it from a concept. We'll just take an idea of a fantasy. For example, the fantasy of threesomes. So when we look at the fantasy of threesomes before having it turn into a reality uh, for people, we need to look at a few things. What is it about a threesome? that turns you on. You know, when you're fantasizing and you bring in, you know, multiple partners into your fantasy to turn turn you on, if your mind is that creative and that visual and you can actually perceive and see multiple partners and you require that in order to reach climax, what is actually going on for you? So 
um, for some for some of you, there may be a desire to be loved by both parents, and maybe there was like a lack of feeling loved by one of your parents or even both of your parents. So the desire to have multiple partners has you feel like you are loved by more than one, and that's kind of more of a Freudian, I think, approach to that because Freud made everything about our parents. Maybe a Jungian perspective would be that we're all trying to connect to the oneness and the more people we are um, connected to in our fantasies, the more we're tapping into the, uh, you know, the greater uh, uh, unconsciousness of the universe. can't remember Jung's terminology for that. But there are so many aspects to this. I just want you to make it true for you. Like, what is it that is true for you, not from any particular uh, psychological paradigm. What is true for you when you're fantasizing? Are there little moments of sadness or shame or any thoughts that, like that that occur? I can tell you quite honestly for myself, I've had that most of my life, um, and it's I've used it as a method of healing. I've used it as a method to create greater consciousness in myself, to create forgiveness that I required to forgive others, um, even though now I'm not in a place where I even necessarily play with the concept of forgiveness. At the time, it's what I required. Um, and it would also, I use it for empowerment, uh, where there may be moments where I feel disempowered. I can utilize fantasies to bring in an energy so that I can feel more empowered. So that uh, let's go back to that threesome. So this threesome energy may be where you feel uh, you require, you might require feeling acknowledged by more than one person. And at the same time, your fantasy might be being rejected by both. So look at the the core energy of what's going on in that fantasy because for everybody, there's going to be um, like factors that are slightly different. So if you happen to be somebody who gets turned on more by being shamed and blamed and um, disregarded, then having two people disregard you might be even more sexy to you than just one. And then if we really break it down and look at what is the value of being disregarded for you, um, you know, in your life, has that been your one of your big stories that, nobody likes you, everybody hates you, you're going to the garden to eat worms? Or is it that you have had so much attention in your life and so many people looking at you that you just can't handle it, so you would rather have uh, energy of rejection as more of a turn-on to you to be um, disregarded? So I, what I'm aware of is when people really look at their fantasies and where they are focusing their energy, just like anything, when we focus our energy, we create it. It's um, We can utilize these fantasies in a way that can actualize our lives, actualize change for us, and then they can change as well. So when you're fantasizing in a way that's going to create greater consciousness, you are willing to look at all those aspects of you that you still regard as broken or victim or require healing or that are wrong or that are right. So 
if you're looking at your fantasies and you're experiencing your fantasies and there's a lot of it, there's a lot of parts of it that are showing you that you don't feel like you're valued, you feel like um, you want people to humiliate you, and look at all of that and what is it that is the underlying story for you. You know, so when I was talking earlier about the fantasy of being on stage masturbating in front of a lot of people, um, that at first that fantasy was terrifying for me. It was one of my most terrifying thoughts, and at the same time it was my most um, thought after uh, sort of visualization experiential thing that I could utilize to have an orgasm or to have a climax. So those positions that we put ourselves in give us information. And so for me, the greatest fear was to be exposed to people that I know. And it wasn't a stranger's refined being exposed um, to people that I know. So I don't know if you guys have noticed that lately I've had a theme on my show where I've invited family members to talk to me about sex from their awareness and from different perspectives. Why? I'm actually inviting, I'm inviting my family to listen to the people in my family who are willing to be um, more and more open and to allow myself to be more exposed, uh, especially in areas that scare the crap out of me. So talking to... My, even my cousin, when we did the show about shame, I could talk to her in private about stuff, but talking to her in public, there's a lot of there's a lot of energy around judgment from our family, judgment from of her family members. Who's going to listen to this? What are her friends going to say? What are people going to say about what I do? You know, are they going to um, are they going to pick on her? Like, what's going to happen? So there was there was a lot there's a lot of energies that come up that can both be exciting to change and the level of vulnerability that I require of myself to to change um, these things that I'm afraid of, right? So being afraid of talking about these things. And I had my mom on the show. Um, and if any of my other family members do actually listen and have the um, the cojones to come on and talk to me, I'm so up for it. A lot of them don't. Um, although I have some in-laws from my husband's side that just might come on and talk, and I've had one of my nephews come on and talk with me as well, and that was completely cool. Like There's just like a cool conversation going on there. Um, but I'd like to talk to the people where that exposure would be. Um, the could be a level of where I could be completely... So walking away feeling mortified or walking away feeling like biggest relief of my life that I can finally be me, fully me, in front of everyone and anyone no matter what. And so that fantasy about um, basically masturbation in front of people, the energy of it truly is being willing to be vulnerable in front of everybody and anybody at all times, being fully exposed and being totally turned on at all times in my life. And so for me, the healing level of that is to look at what parts of my life and where am I not choosing that and being that and inviting that to my life 
and then to start to do that. So what are some of the fantasies that you have that really when you look at them, there's some underlying things going on that can give you so much information about the broader uh, stories of your life that you can change. So if your greatest fantasy is just to be cuddled and to be loved and to be nurtured, the underlying story may be that you do not feel loved, cuddled, and nurtured. And now your challenge is to start to demand it, require, request it, and then choose it for you. right? So what are those fantasies? Um, and I think the more you're willing to see them and know them, and I've had so many people say, I don't even know what I fantasize about. I'm like, wow, that is really unconscious masturbation. So let's get more conscious with everything. What does your body, what are some of the first images that come up when you even just touch your own um, neck? What are some of those images that jump up into your thoughts? You know, are there judgments that come into your mind? What are people going to think? What are people going to say? Here I am stroking my own neck. What's going on? People are going to think I'm a freak. There's underlying stuff going on. There's a current of judgment that shows up. And this is where when we start to look at those currents of judgment, we can really start to unravel the crap that we've been holding on to so that we can step more and more into consciousness, more and more into pleasure, more and more into who we truly are, and just have so much more ease and vulnerability with all of it. Oh, sweet Mary, Mother of God, so much more fun than hiding all of it and turning it into a giant capsule in our bodies that we just never let go of. We're going to talk about more about these fantasies for sure, and I just want to invite you guys to look at what yours are that you're maybe ignoring or not wanting to really pay attention to. So you can do that as we head off to this next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melissa. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. 
This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at militzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And today we're talking about fantasies and the many purposes of fantasies. And one of the things that I'm aware of is that fantasies are like these thoughts that have been imprinted in our brain. And they create sort of, they can create limitations for us, uh, for sure. And they can also create a lot of awareness. One of the things that I was thinking about during the break is that people can often have fantasies that they try to reject or push away and they get um, maybe disturbed by. So if, if, for example, you're fantasizing and you're thinking, uh, you know, there's there's like a train of thought or um, experience that your body is arousing different images that are coming up possibly, you might notice that there are uh, scenarios that come to mind that you start to look at and go judging yourself about them or disgusted about them really would like you to just be with them so i'm going to give you some examples because this this is a a real reality that i think a lot of people do not even want to acknowledge or look at face or deal with and and it can create an awfully big issue so in so many ways, energetically holding on to things and just not resolving it. So if in your life, if you've ever been molested or if you've had any kind of <clears throat> like abuse, sexual or otherwise, wow, so my voice just, hmm, interesting changes going on here. Wow, I guess I'm talking about something, yep, pretty feeling pretty vulnerable right now. So if you're talking... Um, so what I'm talking about is if there's been abuse or if there's been any um, violence to your body and that happens to come up in your fantasies and then you try and push it away. Like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about how so-and-so touched me in this particular place. Um, but it comes up and you're like, why? Why is this coming up? Why is this in my mind? Um, it can be incredibly disturbing um, and you can create a lot of self-judgment. And what I'd really like for you guys to do is just be present with it and just notice it. You can take your hands off for a minute and just notice, like, that thought just came in. Interesting. Okay. Is there something here to heal? Is there something here to acknowledge? Is there something here to let go of? Is there something here to to transmute into orgasmic energy? you might get a big spanking yes on that. Because what I know and what I know from experience is that that occurred for me for a very long time. And I found uh, like self-pleasuring was actually quite disturbing on so many levels. And until I could just be present with all of the thoughts that I found so ultra-disturbing 
um, so absolutely wrong in this reality until I could just be present with it and let those energies contribute um, to me, to my body, and just let them pass and go through and not make them real because they weren't occurring again, then I could let them go. And what I found out, we actually had a doctor on the show, Dr. Jainer, and uh, he was he was a guest on my show, but he also had his own show on this network. And what I what I realized when I listened to him one day was that he was talking about the fight or flight systems. And when we are when you're abused or violated in any way, those trauma systems jump into your body, and there are certain touches that will be like a memory. Um, it's almost like a button, and your body will react to that button being touched. And those memories will floodgate back along with all of those hormones that got kicked in. So the fight-or-flight hormones, it's very, very tricky to be um, sexually turned on when all your body is thinking about is running away and um, taking off or, or just dying. So... If you've had in your lifetime fantasies where you're finding your fantasies are very disturbing and you would really like to be able to move past that, move through it, and you've tried like rejecting it, pushing it away, denying it, and it just keeps coming back, and why the heck does it just keep coming back, please contact me. We can get through this. There are ways. There are definitely tips and tools, and sometimes a little guidance can really help as well. And sometimes having somebody to coach you through it can also be a massive contribution. So find me through my website, melitzajelenik.com. Message me through the uh, radio station if you feel like it. Find me on different social medias as well. Um, There are ways that this can be addressed and dealt with and so that you can not have that reoccurring in your life constantly over and over again. And there are breathing techniques you can use while you're masturbating to switch the energy, release it, move it out. And what I know is that that fantasies do come up as a protection um, system, and fantasies can also come up as a way to create targets for what you would like in your life. And in order to create targets that are that have a sense of feeling fulfilled and joyful, you gotta clean the crap out, right? So it's kind of like a house. If your house has a very um, rotting foundation, then no matter what you put on top of it, it's not going to it's not going to be stable and it's not going to work very well. It's not going to last. So the idea is that we clear out first, build a foundation and then create from there. And the same goes for fantasies. So you can utilize your fantasies, you can go in and if these thoughts, these abuse thoughts or these other thoughts are creeping in, be present with them. You can take your hands off or leave them on. It's up to you. Become aware of those energies like so-and-so is touching me um, on my vulva and that bothered me and that and that was when this occurred and, all, and there's you know this story that's attached to it. And the body has the memory attached to it. So just be there with that so that you don't have to traumatize yourself with somebody else touching you and having that occur and then wanting to punch them even though they really weren't being abusive but your body's just reacting. So just being present, allowing yourself to just notice, okay, there's an issue here, got it. My body still has this awareness and this knowing. And... 
then you can do a few things. You can just breathe in, breathe out until your body calms down. That's one way to start. And so breathing in deep and then like four or six count and then breathing out for like eight or ten count. And just breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just keeping that breath moving until your body calms down. And then just check if you touch your body again, do the fantasies jump back in? And if they do, then there's some more stuff to go on. You might have shifted that energy already, but you might not have. And then we can add to that, right? So as you're breathing in and if you are still fantasizing and you are touching yourself and these thoughts are coming back, these fantasies that you might find disturbing or entering your mind again, just breathing in. And then as you breathe in, just notice those thoughts and you can switch them. And if you've ever watched Harry Potter, there was a great scene in Harry Potter where um, they they had this creature that could change. It could go from something fearful and you had to make it funny so that you could defeat it. Your greatest fears would show up and you had to use your magic to defeat it by making it into something funny. And so similar way, you get that thought come up and then you can switch it. And if if at first what turns you on is to abuse your abusers, that's okay because your body needs to go through different phases of healing in order to really release it. And some people have longer phases and different uh, ways to deal with that. But for the most part, there's usually a retaliation aspect. And if your body needs to fantasize through retaliation in order to get to some other parts where you can get to no judgment, where you can get to receiving, it's okay. And just know that that is completely normal. So if in your fantasies that you start fantasize and you notice there, here comes that sexual abuse from childhood, and you're like, oh, Jesus, not again. Why does that thought keep coming up? Remember, breathe, be present, do your breathing, and then just check in your mind, can I switch this? What if I was going to abuse the abuser? You might want to tie up the abuser, and you might want to burn them. You might want to stick a hot rod into their anal sphincter. You might want to gag them with a ball and beat the crap out of them. And that might really excite you. That might really, really turn you on, and that's okay. So it doesn't mean that you're into S&M. It means that you're using an energy to switch an energy to be able to get, you're using a fantasy to switch a fantasy, which is basically an energy, in order to start to heal. So whatever that is for you, you can switch it up, you know. And if, you know, you might not have the fantasy of abusing them. You might have the fantasy of, killing them or you might have the fantasy of disappearing them or whatever that happens to be, use what works for you to switch the energy so that you feel empowered by the situation. You are now in control and nobody can take away your fantasies, nobody can take away your orgasms and nobody can take away your climax whatsoever. That will start to empower you to have total control over your sexual thoughts, your fantasies, and what you're going to do with that. Well, that was pretty intense. <laughs> that was pretty intense. So I'm actually going to head off to commercial pretty a uh, little minute early here. 
Um, if you guys are feeling kind of intense about that too, I can totally get it. It's, um, you know, talking about abuse and then switching the energies so that you can heal it can be a really intense conversation and maybe not one that is easy to have on your own. So remember, you can absolutely contact me uh, for facilitations. We can move through this. And conversations go nowhere from here that, you know, you shall never be named. So you can absolutely, absolutely um, change any of that stuff because you know what? Those things where you feel disempowered affect more than just your sex life. They will affect the way that you create your business. They will affect the way you create your relationships. They will affect your healing. It's it's actually astonishing how much of your life will be affected by the fantasies that you're holding on to that scare the crap out of you, that you've been denying the things that are insidious in there that seem to never go away. Those things can change. I know they can. I've done it myself, and I know I can facilitate that for others. So if you require that, just contact me. So we're going to head to our next and last commercial break. We are, You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at... InspiredChoicesNetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone and today we're talking about fantasies. Uh, for those of you who have been listening since the beginning of the episode, I think you're going to really get that this is a completely different um, 
experience of looking at what fantasies can do for us and the many different purposes of fantasies. And uh, the last little while, I've really been talking about fantasies as a purpose. Uh, one of the purposes is for healing um, and also in order to clear our stuff so that we can actually create the life that we would like to have. Now I'd like to, have got a few minutes left, and I'd really like to tap into the whole idea of what do we do after we've cleared all of our stuff? And, and of course, it's not going to necessarily occur in this uh, 15, that last 15-minute segment where I talked about um, being okay with fantasizing about the things that may disturb you and then switching the energy of that, doing some breathing and switching your thoughts on that and then becoming more empowered. Uh, it might not occur that fast, so please remember you can contact me. And uh, what I'd like to talk about as well is to let you know about how you can use your fantasies to create your life. And for those of you brilliant, brilliant beings who have um, been present for my 21 uh, days of sexual magicism, you'll know that one of my talents, capacities, and skills is to use sexual energy to create um, my life, my business, and my health as well, and to create uh, for my family. So for me, sexual fantasies can be about more things than just bodies. And I have to tell you, though, that it did take me going through, um, like, letting go of the judgment, letting go of the parts that I was disturbed by, um, switching them up, feeling empowered, changing that energy so that it wasn't retaliation, that it became receiving, that it became neutral, and then I could start to build from there. Um, so what do you do once that's cleared, right? So for those of you who have done a lot of that work already and have found those iggly, niggly areas that maybe you didn't realize you had or you thought, well, I've done so much uh, therapy already and I've done so much healing already, I'm fine, I'm good, um, but then you have these recurring fantasies that keep disturbing you. Yeah, those ones. That is where, um, once those are cleared, we can create so much more. So, fantasies to create your life. Now, how fun would it be if you could masturbate to the thought of just like cash pouring in on you? Just thousands of dollars raining, millions of dollars raining down on your body. What if you could masturbate to the thought of your body having all of its cells functioning at optimal health? And I, I get it that this is so bizarre. Like, who does that, right? Like, who's going to actually masturbate to having optimal cell health? But you know what? I guarantee you the people who are not feeling very healthy, one of their greatest true fantasies in life would be to be healthy. People who are, you know, four-stage cancer being told they have a week to live, I bet you one of the things they would love to have in their life is optimal cell health. And what I know is that we can start to have that um, healing even if there's no disease in the body. You can start to just ask your body to receive that. And I really encourage you to play with all the different things you would like in your life and to look at the energies of those and bring them into your body while you masturbate, whether it's money, whether it's um, 
you know, health, whether it's relationships. So on the 21 Days of Sexual Magicism, I do a lot of very in-depth exercises with you guys or sort of practice play things that we do with our bodies so that you uh, you invite those energies to be present, living with you all the time. And to get you started, I just want to get you started with this little tiny concept of get your get your body naked, so you're lying down, and get your hands to touch your body. And you could you can touch your um, very obvious erogenous zones. You can touch your not so ero- obvious erogenous zones. Maybe it's hand on the tummy. Maybe it's the obvious erogenous zones, like you know tweaking your nipples. Maybe it's less obvious, like holding your shin. But connect with your body. And then start to bring in the energy of the things that you would really, truly desire. And your body will know if these things are true for you. Your body will also know if it's um, something that resonates with you because you'll, you'll get the sense that your body is getting turned on or not. And this is kind of like um, inviting your body into, um, it's kind of like flirting with your body so that your body is feeling... Um, What's the word for it? It's like feeling uh, like turned on. I guess this is the only word I can come up with right now. So your body feels turned on by your your thoughts about things like money or health. So hands anywhere on your body and start to just connect with mm, money, mm, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm, that feels good. Mm, body what do you think body and your body will either be like oh so turned on by that or it'd be like yeah yeah you're full of crap go to the place where there's truth so that your body can feel congruent with what you would like to build right and and also you'll notice that where it's like "Mm, no then there's still a little something there to clear and then there's something more to heal and there's going to be that likely while while you're embodied and maybe even after that, until you get the next body. So remember, touch yourself, feel, sense what turns you on, what you would like to create for your life, and start to bring that in as a new energy that you can fantasize about so that you can actually bring masturbation play into that as well. And then you can join my call and have that more. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.